Okay, made it back safe and sound from my bike ride from work, and I'm ready to get this episode started. Here we go. Episode 34. Welcome back to another episode of Who's Listening with me, Leon Andrews. I want to thank you guys today for coming back out and listening to me talk. Catching you guys back up with me. So I was talking about the other week about my PlayStation Portable and how it got a little bit ruined. Well, I got the toolkit and I do realize that I am very comfortable with opening up and prying open electronics. I mean, that shouldn't be a big deal, but we are talking about a pretty expensive piece of technology to be fiddle with. But upon looking at it, I noticed that the screen was a little bit better than it was the other week. So then I had this like little realization that, oh, it's all, it's rubbing alcohol. It'll just eventually just dry up. So I'm just doing a thing right now where I'm just leaving it in hot, hot places like on the windowsill or maybe underneath the lamp and just see if I can just dry out the rest of it. So it's just in working condition, but I do still feel like I should just buy another PSP. And the reason why is because I like having two, and here's the reason why. The other one that was stolen, if you recall, in an episode I mentioned I was broken, my house was broken into, The one, uh, a PSP got stolen, and it was the one that I had basically soft modded, so it was able to play Super Nintendo games and Game Boy games and stuff like that. I do like having one that I can just like fiddle around with and mess around with, so I will still probably get another PlayStation Portable and let this one just become my more work around fuck around with kind of playstation portable while the other one still remains as a legit system that can play legit games i have wondered about even getting a ps vita now i don't really know if the ps vita is backwards compatible and able to play playstation portable games but if so please someone let me know i may even just do a a quick reddit question or tweet see if i can get some answers back on that but the one thing i was really looking at was that i had to I never had to fiddle with technology. I haven't had to fiddle with something as sophisticated as like a PlayStation Portable in my life. But I realized that if you take things like step at a time, that you can like handle something. Just one step at a time. Like not the whole thing in total. Like you ever been so overwhelmed in your life just by all the shit that might be going on? You just feel absolutely overwhelmed. I learned a a while back that if you just took the time to just confront one thing at a time then it's not that bad and things don't seem all that overwhelming now a really good example of this a really good example of this is when the sink is fucking full of dishes you ever come home i remember when i used to come home i remember i used to come home and i would look in the sink and just look at all the dishes that are piling up and just go, no, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm not dealing with this today. Mm-mm. And then the dishes get more piled up. <laughs> and then the next day you look at it and you're like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. And then the next day, and they're even, and it's just worse off to a point that you don't even to deal with the dishes. But I did learn at some point in my life that. If you just handle a little bit at a time, it's not so bad. So that's like something that I've been doing. 
So I'm like, you know what? I'm able to do a couple of utensils, two plates in a bowl, and maybe three cups. And I'm done. Whatever's left in the sink, I'll deal with it tomorrow. Because I always hit that point where if I do too many dishes, my hands start to prune off, and like things have been slipping out of my hands, I get a little bit frustrated. I just get a little bit frustrated. Not a big deal. I feel like it happens to a couple of people. Not everybody, but a few people. You're just like, I'm fucking done with these dishes. Been there plenty of times. So I learned that if you just handle a little bit at a time, or things that you're willing to handle at a time, makes life a little bit easier. Another example of this is my job. Every day I'm quoted, every day I'm quoted, to do about 60 calls a day. 60 calls a day. That's 300 phone calls a week. That seems like a fucking lot. But break down 300 calls in a week, that's 60 calls a day. You break that down even further, that's about 10 to 10 to 12 calls. No, I'm sorry. About 12, 14, 15 calls in an hour. It's super possible to do. So what I always do is I try to confront 10 calls at a time. Take a quick break. Maybe walk around. Maybe read something funny on Reddit. And then handle another 10 calls. It's just little things like that. Things that I do to make life a little bit easier for me. Things that I feel like anyone could do. Just thinking you handle a little bit at a time. The other day, my girlfriend were going out yesterday. This is Sunday. And we were about to go out. Now, she's been talking about our front yard. We've been having weeds grow. And she's tired of looking at them. I don't blame her. And when we were leaving, I decided, you know what? Let's just rip up some weeds off the ground. We don't need to do this whole thing today. Let's just rip out what we can, and then we'll head out. And she was completely okay with that. It got, it got rid of some of the weeds in the front, and there's still a little bit left. I'm not saying half-ass anything. I'm just saying confront what you can, what you're willing to handle in a moment of time. So you can always take a look. So one way of doing this is looking at something and saying, what's the most stable thing that I can, what's the most stable thing that I can handle? It's one way of looking at it. Find something in your environment, your workplace, school, college, any field of activity, writing, music, stand-up comedy, finding something that you, is something stable to you. I know for my girlfriend, she always tell me the most stable thing in her life is me. I don't even know why. I met me. I'm not that stable. I'm kidding. I'm not that stable. I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm, I am. But she tells me all the time I'm the most stable thing in her life. It makes her feel calm. Kind of like how someone cuddles a bear. A teddy bear. It makes them feel stable. It's like having that one thing in your life that just makes you feel calm. Just something stable in your life that you're always willing to be around and tolerate being around. So sort of the same thing when we handle activities. What's the one or two things we're willing to just tolerate and handle it? 
So when I'm doing phone calls for the day, I look at a person's profile on our database and I get a look at them. I take a look at their website and I say, yeah, I'll call this guy. Or if I see that he looks like an ornery guy, I look at his picture. He's got this mug on his face like mm, that, that old man me mug. I look at that. I go, now nah, I'm good. I don't need to. I'm just going to move on with my life. Find someone happier. Someone like in their late 40s or mid 40s and they're happy. Life hasn't really brought them down in their business. <laughs> but, you know, just that's how I, a way of just approaching things. So like looking at things. When I went to go do some volunteering yesterday and helping out, the first thing they had me do, funny enough, was remove the weeds off of their property. And then... <laughs> My first thought was, that's too funny. That was exactly what I was about to do before we left. <laughs> was remove weeds from my own front yard. And now I had to do it on a more larger scale. <laughs> but I did it. And what I ended up doing was starting it from one end. I said, all right, what's the, I'll just start here at this corner. I'm willing to just do this right now. And I pulled out the weeds and piled them up and then eventually I got it and then I handled a little bit more piled up what I could and then eventually went okay now I need a trash bag so I went got a trash bag came back out threw away what I did what I had already and just kept going and I did that for two hours and I did pretty much the whole damn thing there was still some like here and there that I missed or there was still like one area that still needs like a patch but I was looking at that going I can handle that another day I can handle it another day but I got what I could done and that means something. So, you know, another way of looking at it is, is the National Novel Writing Month. They ask you to write 50,000 words in 30 days. And they break it down for you day by day. That's 1,667 that's words a day. If you're willing to just handle and write 1,667 words... It's not that much when you really think about it. When I first participated in National Novel Writing Month, I did that. Every day, I wrote up to 1,667 1, words. Sometimes I went up to 2,000. At some point, I was getting up to 2,000. Sometimes 2,300. But I was doing it. Just every day, I just said I won't write that much. And then eventually, I wrote over 50,000 words. I've never done that before in my life. But it was crazy. And I was so happy and felt so accomplished. Then I did that. You see, when you look at things and you approach things in that, in, that, in that manner of not taking the whole freaking picture, instead just saying, what part of this picture is something I can handle? One way of looking at things this is a new perspective of life. This way, just, just when you look at the world with that kind of viewpoint, it's a kind of a game changer. It's a kind of a game changer. And things get a little bit more stable. You get a little bit more done each day. It's almost like gradients. It's almost like levels. You just do level one. And you can do level two. And then you're on level three. And on four. And next thing you're, you're on the final boss. What? I'm going to beat your ass. I'm going to hit you with this blitz ball and kill you in one hit. You ain't nothing. <laughs> That's a Final Fantasy X reference. If you haven't played Final Fantasy X, they have a game called Blitzball. It's the whole thing. I'm not even going to get into it. But I will say, I feel really good. Did some volunteering. I like helping out. I like helping others. 
I've been doing that every so often when I can and it feels good. And if you feel like you have nothing that you're doing on the weekends or any time or wherever your free time is at and you don't really know what to do, I highly recommend you go well and you find something that you would want to volunteer with or for. That's what I meant to say. Something you want to volunteer for. I think a lot of us owe it to ourselves some point some people do it as early as 15 13 years old but some of us are a late start like me i'm in my 30s and i want to do some volunteering like i said i've said this before i feel like i've given and feel like i get I've, no i'm sorry i feel like i've taken taken and taken and taken and i kind of want to balance out my life and start giving back start giving back my time i feel like i've been very selfish with my time from pretty much a young age all the way up into my young adult life just been happy to just take do things for me didn't care happy about that and now i realize i kind of want to start helping out people giving back to my community church whatever and it feels good i love it helping out with the grounds making things look cleaner making things look better helping people out whatever they need help with making sure they're stable in their life it's awesome it's a good feeling one of those, it's just real, like one of those things that feels good to do, feels good to handle, because I do really believe that a you know a person is as happy as he's able to do things or do activities in his life, or her life, or or Z's life or Z's life. I don't know the gender specific and non-binary pronouns. I'm just trying my best, but I'm saying it feels good to help out, give back. Maybe that's not real to you now, but it's, you know, it's absolutely real to me and I like it. It's my one way of helping out because even now, as I'm doing my job, I'm doing it mostly for me and my team and my company. It's not unlike my girlfriend who helps out and she is basically a nutrition clinic, clinician, nutritional uh, wellness clinician. I don't know the proper title that she has. But she helps out a lot of people, and I'm pretty sure for her that feels very good. She's very passionate about that. She's got a lot of purpose with that. Purpose and goals. She's, she, she absolutely loves doing that. And I don't have that luxury. I want to help out people, make people feel good about this and heal. And that's one of the reasons why I got this podcast going. And I do feel really good in the microphone talking to you guys. You know, sharing my... Whatever I can to help you guys out. Feels good, doesn't it? (laughs) And another thing that I've been trying to really implement in my life is this idea that when I'm in certain environments, I'm wearing certain hats. So when I'm at work, I'm wearing my work hat and I make sure I am in absolute work mode and I'm not in fuck around mode. Fuck around mode is for free time. And fuck around hat is when I'm playing Skyrim. And just the other day, I just started playing Star Wars Force Unleashed. I've been going back and playing old games. This is something I've been doing. I don't got a PlayStation 4. I don't got time for new titles. I'm going and playing whatever other titles are out there right now, currently, and seeing what's out there. I'm certain a lot with myself to enjoy playing video games again. Just letting myself do that. So I have my fuck around hat. But then I also got my podcasting hat, which I'm wearing right now. And with that hat is the responsibility and the activity of producing and recording 
and posting a podcast and even editing it. I forgot about that part. I also have to edit the podcast because it doesn't sound like the way it sounds until I actually go in and add in the effects and add in the music and this and that. So that's like my hat that I've been wearing. So I've been trying to put myself in situations where I say, if I'm in this environment, this is the hat I'm wearing. Like if I'm at my, at my place of volunteering, I'm putting on my volunteer hat and helping out. That's my roles and responsibilities is to help out. When I'm at home, I put my home, my home hat. And even then, there's even other hats to that. Like my cleaning hat. Got a sanitation. Got to wear my sanitation hat to clean up the house. And then I got to wear my chef's hat so I can cook, prepare food, and cook it. Prepare it. Put it on the plate. Boom. So I've been getting into this idea that environment, there has to be a hat. There has to be sort of a persona that has to exist. Kind of like if you're at a bar. You're in bar mode, right? There, throwing back some beers, some IPAs, lagers, ales, what have you. Gossiping, talking, talking, talking sports, whatever. Talking video games. Who cares? It's bar mode time, baby. And that's how I, that's how the way I've been going. So these are just kind of approaches that I've been doing. Wearing my hats, handling what I can. And I want you guys to take a look at that and see if that works for you. You yourself as a person. What in your environment requires a certain kind of hat? And then, of course, in that hat, what are some of the things that you can handle or could handle? What are the most stable things in your environment right now? Take a look around and find the most stable thing. Point to it. Thank you. I'm Leon Andrews. Who's listening? You did. Thanks. Thanks.